bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Good afternoon, or good morning, depending when you're listening to us. This is Guy and Dave with the Herald Express, Devon Live, Yellow Army, Talker United podcast. Um, the, the theme of this week will be what a difference a week makes. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. Here we were seven days ago. We're um, talking about a massive three games in eight days. We, yeah. Two of them are behind having us. Having just been knocked out of the FA Cup yet yeah. again at the first round by Aldershot. Um, bottom of the league still. Uh, and... Although I think we felt that things were moving forward yeah. a bit, it hadn't yet been reflected, really reflected in results. I know we'd had that 4-0 win over Maidenhead. But um, yeah, and four points later, yeah, things especially looked a whole lot different. Two, two, two tough-looking away games coming yeah. up. Halifax, who have made a much better start than most people expected, uh, and Ebbsfleet. Uh, only lost twice this season in, what, 16, 17 games before Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, I think most of us would be going, hmm, a point apiece from those two games would be yeah. you know, more than a good return. That's and, true. And here we are now with four points from those yeah. two games. No, I mean, that, that's, that's great news for us. And I have to say, praise where it's due, David. Last week's podcast, you sat here and said that although Torquay had lost in the FA Cup game at Aldershot, you'd seen something in that side that made you come back thinking they're going in the right direction things are going to click pretty soon and you were absolutely right yeah Chapeau. I don't <laughs> that's very kind of you I don't think I'm the only one I think you know quite a few of the supporters who have been traveling yeah all those thousands of miles up up and down the country uh, had also seen it um, uh, but it's one thing seeing it and feeling it it's another turning it into actual points and and by the way while we're touching on that uh, uh, nearly 150 United fans at Halifax last Saturday yep. and by all accounts nearly 200 at uh, Ebbsfleet on Tuesday night incredible support yeah. and and uh, it, it it just and, and many many of them will have been the same people admittedly yeah. of course but Long trips. Uh, a different yeah. lots and lots of United exiles uh, up in uh, South Yorkshire turned up to the Halifax match uh, and loads and loads obviously of the London based exiles who turned up for the, uh, um, the the Ebbsfleet game but particularly when the club is in such a difficult situation and, and there have been so, so little to cheer about really for so long certainly on a, con, on a consistent basis um, uh, a it tremendous, is extraordinary tremendous level support, of support and, isn't it? And, and everywhere United go they are assured of loud passionate and mm. um, you know uh, support which, which very often not, almost nullifies the fact that the opposition is at home yeah and we should at this point we should thank our colleague David Byram from our Exeter office who covered the game on Tuesday for us. He yep. was up there. He's an Ebbsfleet fan. Let's <laughs> well, just drop was, that in there. It was a part. It was a, it was a combination of reasons why <laughs> yeah. David did the game rather than yours truly. Of course, I have a history of missing away games and United promptly win. Yeah, um, you've been told as well today. And, haven't and you? Uh, uh, within ooh, 10, 12 minutes of the final <laughs> whistle, I had texted Gary Howard to say, "Well done." I got a, a very abrupt text back saying, 
Thanks, Dave. You're banned! Exclamation mark. And I didn't blame him in the, in the least. I uh, I was expecting it. So um, is it really called the Cufflink Stadium? It is called there? the Cufflink Stadium. Uh, it's not Cufflinks as in things you wear on your thing. It's it's some sort of finance company, okay. and we'll leave it at that, shall we? Uh, so Stonebridge Road. That's what the ground is called. So the difference is too simple to say that the difference has been this change of formation and pulling Jamie Reid into the centre but boy it has made some difference hasn't it? Yeah I think it's a combination of things obviously yeah. it is um, the reason why I think most many of us felt that these sort of results were coming uh, was because that the whole level of performance the work rate, the organisation uh, uh, the tempo of the play had been lifted in the last few weeks and then, obviously, I think two or three things have happened tactically. Uh, at Halifax, for the first time, uh, Gary Hours uh, came out with this new wing-back formation. Yeah. Uh, uh, three centre-backs. We brought Michio Fete in uh, at right centre-back. Gowling in the middle, McGinty on the left. Uh, uh, with, for me, this formation always crucially hang yeah. uh, stands or falls on the wing-backs. Ryan Higgins on the right. Liam Davis, Davis on, on the, the left, left. Yeah. Um, uh, with uh, uh, Callum Evans and, and Luke Young and Luke Young yeah. in the middle. Uh, now, importantly, up front, and all the attention's gone on Jamie Reid, and hasn't he done well? And uh, because what a goal that was on Tuesday! Tremendous by the strike way. On, yeah. on Tuesday, and a very well taken goal rebounding yeah. off the post to him at Halifax. They're easy to miss those for the equalizer. For the uh, the yes, the equalizer there. Um, uh, but it's also pulled, uh, uh, Gary Owls has pulled Josh McCoy in from the left yeah. uh, in a position just behind the two strikers. Now, Josh McCoy is a class act. His, all his career has shows it. Yeah. Northern Ireland International, Luton, Bournemouth, etc., etc. Et now, when you've got a player who, you know, who's got his sort of talent... Uh, it's not a bad idea to give him as much of the ball as possible. I reckon, you know, I always yeah. reckon that's a good idea. Uh, and he's seeing much more of it now in the middle of the pitch. Uh, there's good movement in there. So, uh, apart from anything else, uh, the players at the back and in midfield, Davis and Higgins, yeah. etc., there's more options going forward than there was. And I don't think so. That it's, it's no accident that United have suddenly picked up four points in the last two games. And um, with, let's say, with Effete, McCoy, and Reed, you've got three players there who are playing in positions they're much more comfortable in. Effete didn't look comfortable at right back. He no. looked better in a, a, on the right side of a three. Yeah, he, by the way, it's worth mentioning he, he's still a young lad. I think he's only 20 years old yeah. on loan from Norwich. Uh, and you can see he's still learning the game in many ways. He's, this is men's football he's playing in now, not under 23s. Um, uh, uh, but he, he, he is, what, he's got to be 6'1, six, 6'2. Six, yeah. So stri straight away, you've got three six foot plus centre backs. Uh, and as we all know in lower division football the ball does tend to go in the air a fair bit yeah. um, So, uh, uh, and history tells us especially history at Plainmore that when you get three proper, tall, committed centre-backs Gittins, Watson, place, Robinson yeah. under, under uh, Kevin Hodges uh, John Impey uh, Phil Lloyd, David Cole under Cyril Knowles all those years ago um, that frees up your wing backs if they're good enough and if yeah. they're attacking enough to do the job. Uh, and I think we all feel that Higgins and, and Liam Davis are more than capable going forward. Um, uh, it's interesting. It's always this trade-off, isn't it? Is it three at the back or is it five at the back? 
um, you know, there will be people tell you, well, when it's going well, it's three, it's three, yeah. five, and when it's <laughs> when it's not, it's five. But uh, it all depends um, on the mobility of your of wing the two wingbacks. It? It, it stands or falls on them. If if they end up standing either side of the three centre backs, you simply don't have enough going forward. No. usually to, to to make a th- to, you know to to have a real threat. But uh, uh, Higgins and Davis are certainly getting forward. Uh, plenty at the moment and it's it's being reflected in, in United's attacking threat. And Josh McQuoid I mean we touched on this earlier on but in, in a central position presumably he's more comfortable there than he was I think he can play wing. you know he, he he says to me I, you know he's played all the way across the front line he can play right side left side you know yeah. whatever No, I, but I just think that you know he, he is a, a, a good player uh, um, he, he, he wasn't getting in at Luton um, but he's played a lot of football. He's scored plenty of goals. Uh, his first touch is good. His awareness is good. Uh, I do think he came to us needing games to sharpen up. I think that started to happen yeah. now. Um, it, it's a bit like having, you know, we often talk about him fondly, don't we? It's a bit like having Alex Russell in your team and not giving him the ball. If you've got Alex Russell in his team, you give him the ball every single time yeah. you've got a chance yeah. to give it to him. You know, it's, it's, it's the same with Pele. It's the same with George Best. It's the same with any quality player. Just give them the ball, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and almost until they're screaming, and and uh, and play from there. Uh, um, you, you get, you tend to get quality from your quality players. Yeah. But we've put it off for long enough. Let's talk about Jamie Reed. Now you had a chat with Jamie, which because yeah. of our printing schedules, it actually it appeared in the paper the morning after it he did. scored the winner at <laughs> Ebbsfleet. <laughs> well but, done, Jamie. Thanks very much. But talk us through that because he, he you know, he he sounds relieved to be having signed the deal now and to be in the team in a position that he enjoys I think you know it 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 doesn't take a great deal of working out that players like it's all round pegs and round holes isn't it and and, uh, Jamie Reid will work very hard and both Kevin Nicholson in fairness to him and Gary Hours uh, ended up playing him on the left hand side more through force of circumstance than anything I'm sure Kevin Nicholson knew perfectly well that that, that Jamie Reid um, you know, is better either on the right hand side or up front. But um, uh, uh, you know, and it was happening during a period, it's at least at the start of the season, when Sam Cheney was having to play at left back because Liam Davis was out. Yeah. Um, uh, so y- you have to factor that in. I, I think with Jamie Reed, I-, I think he is a confidence player. Uh, that's an easy phrase, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, we're, we're we're all better when we're confident. Um, but I-, I think this deal. He's got effectively a two-year deal. I know technically you can call it 18 months. Yeah. But he, he's, he's signed now for United, which is his hometown club. He doesn't live all that far away. He's been a fan. He's been he a, fa- a fan well. ever since he was yeah. a lad. He used to stand on the pop side and cheer David and Graham and, and you know, that yeah. Leroy Rossini's team on. Um, uh, and I think over the last few years, uh, p- people had, had forgotten, and funnily enough, I had forgotten quite how long he was out. He just got into the Exeter first team when he went down with this really quite serious abdominal injury, which had knock-on effects mm. to, to other to other parts. You know, he, abdominals, his hip, um, and he was out for more than a year, best part of fifteen months, and it completely knocked him at eighteen years old. And ever since then, he's either been just going out on loan, just come back from loan. He's had three at Torquay for a start. He's also been on loan at places like Dorchester, Truro, and I think. If I'm not reading between the lines too much, he's never really in his own mind been completely settled and 
sure of where he is, yeah. where he is, and where he's going to be for a, for, for a little while. Now this deal gives him that, yeah. and and I and I'm sure that must be a help to him. Plus, being moved up to the position which he's always felt was his yeah. was his his best position. And then actually, just going back for a moment, he was a contemporary of Ollie Watkins, of course. Wasn't yeah, he? I mean, he's, Ollie um, Watkins well is a, well, eighteen months younger than yeah. uh, than than uh, Jamie Reed, but you know, and there's one or two other youngsters there who have gone on to better things. Now, you know, uh, Reedy is not a he's not a I am person by any stretch of the imagination, but I think he felt that he was certainly on a par with them, and maybe a little bit in front of them when he got yeah. hurt. Um, so there's an element of t- time to be caught up here, yeah. and. Um, uh, he, he's, uh, I, I, you know, he, he's one of these lads. He could, we've all been frustrated, haven't we, over over the the seasons that he's been here. You can see him on his good days. He's, you know, got what you yeah. want as a, as, a, as a striker. He's got a bit of pace. He's um, a terrific finisher as well. And when it, he and gets and the he, chance, and he can he? finish. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just you know getting him in those right areas of mm. the pitch. Where he can deliver, it's the same as any other player. You stick Liam Davis out on a football pitch; he wants to be beyond that halfway line, creating problems, crossing the ball. You know, da 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 da. And it's uh, it's a, it's the same with everybody else. And I, I think we all hope that Jamie, you know, can really push on now. Um, he there will be times when he'll be pulled maybe out of that favourite position. Uh, I don't think that's as important really as as the fact that in his own mind he's. Happier, settled, yeah. uh, and a manager who who clearly recognises where his best position is, and and um, you know he, he it's up to him now. He's yeah. got to grab the chance, and he's certainly doing it so far. Now we have to talk about James Gray as well because uh, Chris Haley he was still on with Twitter, us last a week ago. Yeah, he was. He? Chris Haley on Twitter was asking us last week, you know, whether we thought it was time that James Gray should get a slightly longer run in the team. And you and I, top pundits that we are, both agreed <laughs> that we'd put him straight back in the team almost before we'd left the room yeah, here. He was he'd, out. he'd gone on loan to York. Yeah, but that that could be quite a good move for him if he's well, going I, to get in up there. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I don't. And you know, Gary Hours was saying this week that uh, you know. He, the chance came up for him to go there. Um, uh, he comes from the northeast originally, anyway. Yeah. Uh, not that I think that's the that's the not the make or break factor. Um, but when the chance came to go, he he jumped at it. Um, now that's telling Gary Hours right. Well, look, you're not in the team at the moment. Well done, lad. You obviously want to get out there and get some games under your belt. Yeah. And, and you know the old proverbial shop window. Um, if York. You know he's on a short-term contract at Playmore. I don't think a lot of people would realise that, um, that. That I think his contract may be up in January. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how long it runs for. So it's not like he's here for a whole year. He he needs to be playing. Yeah. To get to make sure he's still playing for somebody in the second half of this season. Um, he is a good finisher. I think most United fans have spotted that. Um, uh, and of course, I don't think he's going to be the only player who's going to be going out on loan in the next week or two. Um, you've got Jordan Lee coming back, who just come back yeah. from. I mean, he, I don't think he'll be going out on loan because he's already here on loan. But uh, you've got uh, Jan Klukowski, Sam Cheney, uh, Jake Gosling, and Miles Anderson are all back in full-time training now. They've been this is good news, at least three it? of those yeah. have been long-term yeah. uh, um, uh, casualties, and I say that in the nicest way. Um, uh, John Paul Pittman at the moment is the only one who's not in full-time training. Now, obviously, they've got some catching up to do. Yeah. Um, but United have got a fortnight break now after after Hartlepool on Saturday. 
Um, There's and, no game has been brought forward into that. No, gap that and we're won't aware be. Of. I don't think be. either. Yeah. Um, uh, there may be a, a possibility of a of a friendly at some stage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, the last one that United had at Swindon recently didn't go well. No. Um, for various reasons, not every not not everybody's fault. Um, and uh, Gary, ours will not be going down that road again. Uh, he will only organise a match if it's in everybody's interest yeah. and he's damn sure that uh, he's got a pretty good team out there or, and, he, and the trialists are nailed on yeah. um, it won't be a kind of like <laughs> who's available and, Bring your and, boots. and, and got a yeah. clean pair of boots yeah. um, so, but it, it may well be that some of those other lads do go out on loan yeah. um, because as ours quite rightly said this week, well no one's going to walk into this team at the moment, you're going to have to earn it well, it's interesting that a player that uh, of the quality, let's say, of Jordan Lee, that yep. we saw at the end of last season... Yep. You know, Everybody last really pleased when he came season, back on loan. Fantastic player. At the end of last season, he was absolutely on his game. But he's basically starting from scratch with Gary Hours, isn't he? He's yes. got to catch his eye because yeah. he hasn't seen him play. No, and, and he's got to try and do it in training yeah. rather than in games because United aren't uh, you know, uh, uh, playing those sort of games. And also, when you've got two games in a week... Most of the training is tailored towards the next match, be it Tuesday or Saturday. So, uh, a play, you know, and and ours is going to be dealing. Ours and Martin Cooler are going to be dealing with the players who are going to be playing in the next match. That's where the concentration is going to go. So it's quite difficult for someone like Jordan Lee to, you know, be part of all that and to be catching yeah. the eye. Because um, if, if you look at the team as it lines up at the moment with Durrell, Effete, Gowling, McGinty. Higgins, Young, Evans, Davis, McCoy, Murphy, and Reed. You wouldn't make many changes in that unless you had to. Well, you wouldn't be looking to. We've got one player we haven't mentioned in all this is that Damon Lathrop was playing quite regularly yeah. before this. Well, uh, as, as, as a result of this formation change, uh, Damon Lathrop came out of the team last Saturday at, at, at Halifax uh, and was on the bench. So he's one of the players on the bench. You've got Rory Keating there. Yeah. Uh, you've got Jenison Murray Williams, who, who, you know, a winger who's played at pretty good level. He's he's not in the starting mm-hmm. eleven, um, you know. Ryan Clark is obviously there, um, you know. The cover he's now cover goalkeeper. Ryan Clark yeah. was was a shoe in for the Player of the Year award before he got before yeah, he, he got injured. Yeah, you're right. In the yeah. um, so you know you've you've got all of those, you know. Oh, and George Dowling, we we we, we haven't even George, mentioned him. George I'd Dowling would be in mo- George, Dowling. George Dowling would be in, mo- in plenty of people's he? starting yeah. eleven. Uh, based on how he played before he, he got hurt, so the, there is a pecking order being established here. Yeah. Um, and as and you've said before, that's a lot of players as well, isn't it? It's a big squad. That's now, right. And they're all fit, apart from Pittman. Yeah. And you know, Gary Owls had, had touched on this several times, hasn't he, in yeah. recent weeks? That there, you know, he, he he can't and doesn't want to be carrying a squad of twenty plus plus no. players. Uh, at least one of the fa- one of the factors, of course, is Jamie Reid turning his loan into a into a full-time, a permanent move from yeah. Exeter City, was of course that it took another name off the list of loans. Um, but I think there's still six there, isn't there? And and yeah. um, so it, it's a difficult, difficult situation. But uh, you know, I, I think one or two may well go out on loan in the next few weeks. It doesn't have to be uh, um, you know long loans or anything like that. And they're good enough players. You look at people like Klukowski, uh, uh, Gosling, Cheney, Miles Anderson. They all ought to be able to get, you know, decent clubs get decent for loans, loan, you know, yeah. and um, uh, and then, 
you know, come back and see if they can get back in yeah. the team. A lot, a lot can change in a short period of time. Right. And going out on loan isn't the end of anything, is it? It's, it's no, no. Especially in a situation like this. You've no, just quite. got to keep and, players and, ticking over. And the other thing is that, of course, you know, all right, I'm sure the next fortnight will pass very quickly, but United haven't got a game after Saturday until November the 11th when Maidstone come to play more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, um, you know, <laughs> a fortnight without football, um, you know, you might as well be... At least, at least by the end of that fortnight, got some football coming up. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And players looking forward to a fortnight with their feet up, watching homes under the hammer or whatever. So. I don't think so. Uh, um, Gary Hour has made it very clear that every uh, uh, day off, if there is any, will have to be earned mm-hmm. this Saturday. I think everything hinges on the performance and the result against Hartlepool. If United deliver again and beat Hartlepool, or at least play like they deserve to win, then I think they can look forward to the odd day off, put it like that. If they don't, then I think there'll be some hard work going on in the next fortnight. That's how he's planned it. That's how he's. That's what he's told them. Yeah. He said, "You don't. You you know, these odd days off coming up will not be handed out. You will earn. You you will earn them." Um, I imagine the uh, the manager is quite keen for a day off as well, isn't well, it? Yes, I, th- I think uh, Gary Hours is a single handicap golfer on the quiet. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think the old clubs have uh, not seen yeah. the light of day for a little while. So um, I th- <laughs> he's probably saying to them, "Look, lads, if <laughs> I'd quite fancy a game of golf, but you've yeah. got to <laughs> you've you got to get it for, for me." me. So uh, uh, we'll see. And it, and it's a it's a big game on Saturday. Yeah, it's it's a mouthful. They're all game big on games. Saturday. They're this all is going to be a good one, though, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and it would be great if United, on the back of these two results, could could nudge the gate up beyond 2000. I'm sure Hartlepool will bring a few down. Yeah. Ex-league club, freshly relegated for the first time in their history for them. And um, I mean, they've. I know every team does this, but they've put everything on going back up at the first attempt. Trying very they've hard. They've spent some money on absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, they, they started very slowly indeed. Um, but they've signs that they're picking up now. They drew one all with Tranmere on Tuesday night. They will be tough, tough opponents. Um, I'm sure it'll be a good, feisty game on Saturday. Um, it would be great if United could get a crowd of, say, what between two and two and a half thousand, would be, and, uh, and and get another three yeah. points. It would be a huge lift for everybody. I mean, it's been um, a while since Torquay have had a home game. The last home game was a good win, and Torquay have only got better since then as well. Well, of course, they, they lost to Dover after after of course, the uh, yeah, after that, that, but um, blotted that one out. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> don't blame you. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, you know. Gary, I was talking this week about this whole business. He said, "Look, we should be pulling between two or three thousand people into the gate at Playmore." He said, "The fans away from home, you know, that's what you play for as a, as a player. You want to play in front of the biggest gates you yeah. can get. You shouldn't look at that as pressure. You should look at that as inspiration and a chance to impress people and get them on on side. You know, I mean, you're talking about somebody who played in front of seventy five thousand people yeah. at Wembley in an FA Cup final." He's, you know, and if you, as he said, if you can't play in front of crowds like that, you should maybe perhaps think about doing something else for a living. You know, yeah. that's what you play for. And of course, as we all know, playing more with three thousand or three or four thousand inside is a is a it jumps. That's a proper it? little yeah, place to play football. Yeah. And and uh, um, you know, players should be busting a gut to, to to pull the biggest crowds they can in, not thinking, oh dear, we've got a big crowd in today, we'd better please them. No, you don't look at it like that, do you? I, I think you and I, I certainly have known players over the years who used to worry about, uh, you know, in front of a packed pop side. Yeah. You know, well, in quite recent history, there have yeah. been players who, who you always thought froze a little bit. Quite. 
Um, you can't be doing that. No. Um, and uh, as long as you put it in, and I think that's one of the big pluses of the last few weeks and months, is the Playmore crowd will get behind you 100% as long as they see you putting it in. Yeah. Uh, that they, They'll forgive the odd mistake, they'll, et cetera, but you have to put a shift in. And we come back, funnily enough, to a player who has taken a bit of stick uh, um, f- f- yeah. in the last few weeks, Reese Murphy, you know, because uh, uh, he hasn't scored loads of goals, he has scored one, but he's often been playing on his own up front. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's a better player than people have seen so far. Um, uh, and I think it, it's not an accident that now somebody's playing up there with him, Jamie Reid, He's looking better as well, yeah. Uh, and I think he's getting sharper. Uh, he may have picked up a bit of an ankle injury at the moment, so we'll see whether he yeah. whether he makes it for Saturday or not. But um, he's gradually coming to the party, getting more games under mm-hmm. his belt. He's technically a good player, um, and is and I think as well when he was playing up front on his own, United were bashing the ball up over his head a fair bit, and he was having to compete yeah. with two centre halves usually coming over the top of him, and he wasn't looking great as a result. Now. United are playing a more accurate style of football. Yeah. The ball's going into his chest and his feet a bit more. Uh, his first touch is decent. He's starting to turn, lay people in, and he's looking a better player, you know, because of it. So, um, it, yeah, you know, I, th- I think uh, th- that's been a plus, And I've fingers crossed for him that he is all right on Saturday. If he isn't, we'll just have to wait for uh, yeah. um, wait for another fortnight to see him in action again. Indeed. Well, I mean, talking on an unbeaten run at the moment, Dave. Of course, <laughs> two two game unbeaten run. We've played some some big games against Hartlepool in the past as well, haven't we? We're thinking of the Avian Williams game as well. The Hatcher, was, Avian yeah. Williams hat trick on his debut. Yeah, about it's a long time ago. Fifteen twenty I don't want years to think ago. About no, that's that right. Is. Yeah, um, Avian Williams hat trick on his debut. Did John Pierre Sim play that afternoon? I think he did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did um, he not get the fourth? I think he did. I think he did. Yeah. That was, that was, no, we have over the years. Yeah. There's been some great games against Hartlepool. Uh, it used to be that uh, we they got nothing down here and we got precious little up mm. there. That's changed a little bit over yeah. the last few years. Um, it's almost uh, El Clasico, isn't it? Talky Hartley Pool. It's, <laughs> oh, like it's got a ring Rochdale to it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, the Jeff, most played Jeff Stelling game. on Sky Sports <laughs> will be <laughs> into oh, it. Oh, yes, I've forgotten that. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, no, uh, it should be a real set to. Who have they got this it. year? They've got, uh, got some decent players this year. Um, I think, well, they've got, the manager's quite interesting. Uh, um, uh, Craig Harrison, they, they, they've, he made his name with a almost non-stop success, if that's what you want to call it, at the New Saints in the Welsh Premier yeah. League, um, which of course is a ticket to Europe. Uh, um, not that they used to get very far, and quite right too, but he's, had, he's done really well yeah. there. I think he's, he's, he's had a little while to get his feet under the table there and get them going, but they've, they've certainly picked up now. They're certainly doing better than the other relegated team, which is Lake Noyan, of course, who we all yeah. expected to be up there. Uh, they lost at home to Gateshead on Tuesday night. I don't think they were anticipating doing that, that too often no. uh, after they got relegated. So uh, it just shows what a, a, a sort of an even division it is this year. I, I, I'm not quite sure how good or bad it is yet, um, but you've got seven different clubs have led the table already so far. Uh, I think we've played, what, 17 games, something like that? Yeah. Um, Mackel, uh, Dover are top now after after Tuesday night's games. I think we all felt they looked strong, solid. They've been building over the last couple of seasons well, as well, haven't they? Well, he's also ripped the team to pieces this yeah. year. They, they, they're playing in a different style. Of, anyway, they're top. I think Macclesfield are second. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we'd worry about playing them again after no. the game at Playmore the other week. Uh, I think Wrexham are third. Well, 
they didn't pose there were too no many great shakes were they Rex? exactly um, Dagenham I think United fans will tell you that Torquay should definitely have got a result up there a few weeks ago um, uh, you know etc etc so I don't think it's a division where you look at many teams and go oh dear we've got them on Saturday that will be a toughie I think every team is beatable certainly for a side that's yeah. looks to be heading in the, in, in the right direction as United are um, and anything can happen and uh, I just think at the moment United are giving themselves a chance to win every game they play yeah okay now how familiar does this sound good performance by the goalkeeper solid in defence but didn't create many chances and couldn't score a goal I like to think that the Torquay United walking football team is following in the footsteps of the first team. Well, we, uh, uh, the first team of a few weeks ago. Of a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Are you, we'll, are you in that? Are you in a spell like that? I, that's, well, that's what happened. We, we played our first fixtures last Sunday. Of course, under the Torquay United banner, yeah. As Torquay United. Yeah. Uh, the A team did manage a win, right. uh, a draw, and a couple of defeats. The B team, uh, in which I found myself, we did manage. We had three defeats to begin with, right. but then a hard-fought draw with King Stainton. Uh, so we are off the off the mark. We got a point. Well done, good. So, um, uh, and is it pretty competitive? It was pretty competitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it was a good game. There were a couple of a uh, couple of cards brandished as it uh, as the games went on. But yeah, just to let you know out there that the Torquay United walking football team is up and walking. Let's say. Well, speaking of which, uh, the guest of honour at Saturday's match against Hartlepool is Ken Brown, not the yeah. Ken Brown who played centre half, ex West Ham and England, who played with in Frank O'Farrell's team, sixty late sixties, but Ken Brown who played before then. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in his, I think he's about eighty four, something yeah. like that. Uh, he played in the late fifties down here, um, uh, and he's the guest of honour on Saturday, coming back from the West, uh, the East Midlands where he lives. Um, and he still plays walking football Does he? at the age of 84. Oh, I wonder if so, we could get him to come along as a ringer for well, us. <laughs> <laughs> Let the ball do the work, yeah, in other words. That's, that's yeah, the that, thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, Yeah. so uh, um, I think he'll be coming out at half-time on Saturday. Um, and he made his debut for United in 1958, so we're talking really? 60 or 59 years yeah. ago, against Hartlepool United. Um, so that's a nice coincidence. Works well, doesn't it? Um, and then a fortnight later, um, Dave Caldwell, re- remembered fondly by many of this parish for his rampaging performances in the late 80s, and Andy Donnelly, the, uh, the or Donnelly, yeah. I've never worked out which is the correct pronunciation of his name, very, very popular goalkeeper yeah. in the 60s and 70s. Um, uh, are they're coming back as guests of honour at the Maidstone match on November the 11th. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm sure they'll get a terrific reception. Well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, we've taken up quite enough of it. Um, big, big game on Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoff at Playmore. We'll be there. As ever, do come over and say hello. Chris Haley and people like that, keep asking the questions. We'll keep giving answers to the best of our ability and then by the time we get out of the room, we'll be proved wrong. But that's half the fun of this, isn't it? Certainly, it and is. uh, I, I just I, give us three points on Saturday. I think all sorts of things We're become move, possible. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? As ever, come on, you yellows. <laughs>